Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Don't change that channel. You're still in the right place. We just changed the intro for a special series for the month of November. Can you guess what it's all about? Here's a hint. Thank you very much, so Mr. Roboto. Thank you. Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Thank you. Arigato, Mr. Roboto. What's up, Happy Lifers? Welcome to episode two of our series. I think it should be, you know, we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving. We talked about the mask and Halloween and did several episodes on that. And, and now we're going to talk about Thanksgiving because I think Thanksgiving is it's a it's a lifestyle. It's not just a one day event. And and I like to expand all the holidays. I'm kind of sentimental like that. I like to make big deals out of them. But I think Thanksgiving, um, we should focus on it more than just one day. So I'm I'm taking several weeks to just talk about Thanksgiving because, you know, if you want to raise your happy life, raise your Thanksgiving level. You raise a Thanksgiving level, your happy level goes right along with it. They're linked together. Happiness can also be described as contentment. Contentment comes from when we're thankful for what we have instead of being discontented or ungrateful for what we don't have. And so uh, this episode today is going to be called Thanks a Latte, uh, which is interesting for me because I live in Seattle, but I hate coffee. Figure that out, right? I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second, why, why I love coffee shops, even though I hate coffee. But before I do, I got to tell you a little story about one of my sons who shall remain nameless because to protect their their, well, <laughs> I don't want to say their name. Uh, I don't think they'd appreciate that very well. But anyway, we were at Disney and um, we were waiting for the monorail and we're on the platform. And my son must have been oh, three years old, four years old, something like that. And I just old enough for this to be super cute. So <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he was just silent, right? And we were st- standing there with a few other people. And uh, the, the lady that manned the the monorail that you you know they kind of ran that that ride if you would call it that and my boys thought it was a ride so that worked for me she was just standing there and all of a sudden out of the blue my son is three years old starts going and his his head is shaking and i'm i'm panicking a little bit because i'm like is everything right because he's going i'm like I'm like, what is going on? And then he goes from that after about 30 seconds of that straight. Then he goes, and I'm thinking, what is this guy doing? I mean, I don't know whether to laugh or be embarrassed or what's going on. The lady's looking at him like, what planet are you from, kid? And I'm looking at him like, what planet are you from, kid? (laughs) My wife is trying to figure out what's going on. Then all of a sudden he goes, here's your coffee. And my wife just... I didn't realize what was going on because, like I said, I don't like coffee shops. That's why I moved to Seattle. But he was imitating all the sounds of, of you know, one of those coffee machines. You know, the steam and everything. I didn't realize what was going on. And my wife turns all red, you know, and she says, I guess I go to Starbucks a little bit too much. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? And then it dawned on me. Well, those are all the sounds that you make when you, when, <laughs> when you, uh, <laughs> sorry, when, when, when you make a coffee. And uh, 
And then he handed the lady his pretend cup of coffee. He says, here's your coffee. <laughs> oh, it always used to be kind of frustrating to me, too, because my wife loved to go to Starbucks, but I didn't like anything there. And I could drink a hot chocolate, you know, but, you know, I'm an adult. You know, I don't want to know if I want to drink a hot chocolate or not. And then, then one day we're sitting there and my – and everyone always tells me the same thing. Well, you just got to try it. Just try this. It hardly tastes like coffee. I'm like, if I have to develop a taste for it, to me it's not worth it. Like Mountain Dew, the original energy drink. Yahoo! Mountain Dew! <laughs> I didn't have to do any – develop any taste for Mountain Dew. I know I like Mountain Dew, but I just can't. I'm sorry for the, you coffee lovers out there. I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> you go for it. I just have never, never liked it. And I've had so many people offer me, you know, try this. No, I'm not going to just try it. You'll like it. I never did. Well, my wife decides to try it one day and she says, here, try this. And she had a chai and a no water chai. And she said, try this. You might like it. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Riddle me this, Batman. I'll be your huckleberry. Riddle me this, Batman. I'm your huckleberry. I'll try your your stinking coffee, even though I know I don't, won't like it. And I drank it. And I went, oh my, this is like pumpkin pie in a cup. What is that? She's like, that's a chai. And I've been hooked ever since. Then I started getting to the point where I always want to go get a chai. And then she started laying off coffee. I'm like, wait a minute. You you can't do this to me. You can't you can't get me all liking chai, pumpkin pie in a cup. And then all of a sudden, because pumpkin pie is one of my favorite pies. I only like a few pies. I like chocolate cream pie, mm-hmm. lemon meringue pie, mm-hmm. and I like pumpkin pie. Mm. And that's really about it. Nope. Don't like apple. Don't like cherry, even though my brother-in-law makes a killer apple pie. I just don't, I don't like it. Sorry, but man, you can take pumpkin pie and put it in a cup and I can go to the store and buy it at any time. Oh my goodness. So, you know, I got hooked on, on, on this pumpkin pie drink, the chai tea latte, no water. Um, most places don't make with water. Starbucks does, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and you put a lot of cinnamon nutmeg in there, oh, especially over Christmas. And then over the holidays, man, pretty soon it's going to be time for, I call it the Chinog. They call it a Chegg, which I think is a weird name, Chegg, for eggnog and a chai. I think Chinog sounds better, don't you? <laughs> Let me know. Leave something in the notes. Chegg or Chinog? Anyway, I like the whole Chinog. You put a little bit of eggnog in there, or maybe you do it all with eggnog or half and half, or whatever, and it's just... Amazing, but it's the only drink that that I'll ever have at a coffee shop. So let me explain to you why what I'm thankful for. Thanks a latte. I'm thankful not for the latte, but for the places that make it. There's something about the coffee shop. I'm not talking about the drive-through here. I'm talking about the place you can go in and sit. Like if I ask my wife, she wants a coffee, and she goes, "Let's go through the drive-through." I'm like, "Well." Then I kind of like, I, I wouldn't have asked if I know we were going to go through the drive through because to me, Starbucks or whatever coffee shop, Caribou or wherever, wherever you have your, your drinks, I'm not talking about the drive through. Uh, to me, it's the environment that you're in. That's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for people that I can have my chai with. That's what I'm thankful for. Listen, I'm on to Starbucks. I know what they're doing. Right? Have you noticed that they have all the chairs are hard wood chairs, um, 
which are uncomfortable to sit in, but their their interiors it always feels so warm when you walk into a Starbucks or a lot of other coffee shops. You'll notice that they create this really warm feeling environment. They they pick the right colors, they they have the right decorations, the right stuff on the wall, and you just feel warm and cozy in there. But then they give you these hard chairs. In fact, to add to the coziness, they add these really soft, comfy chairs. But the coffee shop that we like to go to only has two of them right by the fireplace. Ugh. I love it. Even in the summertime, I want them to turn the fireplace on. There's just something about sitting in front of the fireplace, staring at that fire. It's it's cold and damp outside with all the you know the overcast or whatever, and just holding a, a warm chai in your hands. Oh man, I just love that setting. I love that environment. But so everything is warm, but the seats are hard. So they want you to feel comfortable. They just don't want you to stay too long because they want to bring new people in there. And so they give you the the hard chairs. But to me. Coffee isn't about coffee. It's about the people you drink it with. That's what makes life great. Those kind of people. Not coffee people necessarily, but the people that you have in your life that you would love to have a drink with. Whether it's in a red Solo cup or it's in a a red coffee cup. Do I even want to go there with Starbucks? Starbucks is stirring up controversy over its plain red cups for the holiday season. Oh my goodness, it's so funny. Well, we like to make big deals out of, but whatever. There's something about having people in your life that you can sit down and just have a drink with. It's just an excuse, like for guys. We have to have a drink in our hand because then it's okay. We don't even have to talk. We can just stand there. As long as we got a drink we're holding, it's okay. We don't have to talk. But you remove the you remove the drinks, you move the cups from our hands, and then we're like, uh, well, uh, and I don't know, it just starts to get a little uncomfortable. But there's just something about hanging out with people. I am so grateful for the places I can just go and hang out. For me, it's not about drinking the chai. I love the chais. Whenever I go to the the place out in Green Bay called La Java, oh my goodness, I should call them up and see if they'd sponsor this podcast. I love their chais. Someone introduced me to them there too, says, you got to try the chais here. And I just, I love them. And sometimes I love going to the coffee shop by myself. I love going there with a with a laptop or whatever and just working on stuff. And if they've got music in the background or a bunch of noise going on, oh my goodness, I can knock stuff out. I just I'm just built that way. All the noise, my brain thinks best when I'm driving 65 miles an hour down the highway, 75 miles an hour, whatever it is. All of a sudden, my brain turns on. It's the same way when I'm in a coffee shop full of a bunch of noise. But I just love that warm, comfy feeling. And I love the friendship, the people that you can sit down and maybe not even have to say anything to each other. You're just each holding this warm beverage in your hand. And it just, I don't know, man. I remember coming out of my house one day with a guy that I used to work with. And uh, and I hadn't lived in Seattle for that long. And all of a sudden he says, isn't today a great day? I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, it's overcast. It's probably 55, 60 degrees, and it's drizzling. He's like, yeah, isn't that great? I'm like, you're crazy, man. I grew up in the Midwest, and the Midwest is always about the sun. See, I've talked about this in another podcast, too, but I don't get that either. Midwest, it's always just it's just about the sun. I mean, I remember being there and people going, oh, it's a great day. And I'm like, why is it a great day? It's 30 below zero before the wind chill. It's freezing out here. I call it angry cold. The moment you step out of the door... Oh, you just get, you just lose it. You just get angry immediately. You're in a good mood and all of a sudden that wind hits you and you are just, well, maybe it's just me, but for me, it's called angry cold. And I'll say, how you call this a good day? It's the sun's out. I'm like, 
listen, there are more ingredients to a good day than just <laughs> just sun. Well, my buddy's the same way. He doesn't like the sun being out. He doesn't like it being 80 degrees. He likes it at 60 degrees, 55 degrees. And, you know, I thought he was crazy until after living here several years. And I remember one day flying back from a really cool tour that I was on. When I say really cool, I mean really freezing cold. And uh, Or sometimes when I come back and it's so hot and muggy and humid and I, I fly into Seattle and it's overcast and it's 60 degrees and there's a little bit of mist in the air. Oh, man, I just <laughs> I just love that. And so I, I love that whole – I think that's why Starbucks made it here because when it's, when it's overcast like that, you just want to hold something warm in your hand. It's not cold enough for you to have to wear gloves, so it actually warms your hands up. But there's just something – about having people in your life that you can just sit back and drink something with them and hang out with them or, and maybe not even say anything at all. What you thinking? So to all you coffee joints, I say thanks a latte. That's something that I'm thankful for. And I think it's something that we could add more into our life. That quiet time, that steel time, that 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 hanging out with people time and not accomplishing anything except for being with each other. And I think a lot of times we think it's all about accomplishing stuff. I think when I'm hanging out with people that I want to hang out with like that, I'm accomplishing something, even if I'm not. Sometimes accomplishing nothing with the right people is accomplishing way more than you could ever do when you're hanging out. And by the right people, I mean the people that I'm talking about. So for all you out there that are the people that I love to hang out with, and the people that I love to be with, and sometimes not even say anything just to be in your presence. That's what I'm thankful for. And to me, Starbucks or Caribou or whatever you call it is just an excuse for us to get together and not have to do anything. And then out of that, boy, a lot of creativity comes out of that. A lot of things happen out of that Some a lot of times. But it's just there's no pressure. And I think we got to go to places where there's no pressure, there's no expectation. The seats will get hard soon enough. You know, they'll get too hard for our, our bones and uh, soon enough, and it'll become time to leave. But to just be able to sit in a warm environment and enjoy good company and let your mind just be free and relax, that is what I'm thankful for. And that, in my opinion, is a recipe for a happy life. So try it. Find someone you can hang out with and do nothing. Just be with each other. Steve Ace.